0: This is Braving the Night. My name's Jake Atwood. And if you're tuning in for the first time, I'd like to say welcome to the show. We air every Friday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, tonight, we're just going to talk. We're just going to hang out. We're going to share some good news. We're going to see what God has in store for this evening and I imagine uh, he's got something to say because he always has something to say you know, sometimes I run out of words but I feel like God doesn't uh, doesn't ever run out of words and you know if I'm being honest there's a lot of times I have to hit that stop and pause button on the computer and uh, delete the track and start over because my mind goes blank and uh, you know it's a little quirk about uh, about me I'll share with you guys I uh, one of the reasons why I don't sing on stage is because I forget the words I know that's terrible isn't it like I can keep the melody and I can hum you know uh, la 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 I can go all day long with that but when it comes to actually singing the words I don't know what the problem is but I forget the words and uh, I know I know we can Cheat by using our phone, but sometimes you just want to go up on, you know, and want to be able to just perform and do your thing, and it just doesn't work if you're staring at a phone. But hey, just being honest. But uh, you know, God never runs out of words. And, you know, words. Words are powerful, poetry is powerful, and tonight. I, uh, I was kind of just thinking, what is this show going to be about this evening? What, what do I want to share with with the listeners uh, tonight? And, uh, you know, I went to the Psalms. And uh, Psalm 23, very familiar psalm, right? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. You know, we hear that psalm all the way in preschool all the way through church, I mean, it's just a, it's just one of those psalms that, you know, it's a household psalm. Most people know about it. But there's a translation of the Bible that's come out in the past few years called the Passion Translation. And um, what I like about the Passion Translation is that it uh, it has a poetic um, rhythm to it when you read, and uh, the cadence to it is is very poetic. And it opens up the words. Um, I feel like it draws out meaning of the words, the way they translated it. Um, I feel that it's just it's a very um, it's just a very vibrant um, translation. And so tonight, friends, what we might do is I might read Psalm 23 out of the ESV translation. And just see where the Holy Spirit leads us, you know, just see where God gives us some insight on it. And then we'll read it from the Passion Translation and, uh, you know, see what pops out at it. Um, It's amazing, you know, uh, the, the way words can be described. You know, and I know everybody has their translation. I mean, you have some people that you break off that King James Version, and you're in a lot of trouble you know you got other people that go okay it's not so bad just stick to the new king james version um you know i think there's strengths to all kinds of translations and you know as humans um you know we can we can get off on our translations and and uh, we can we can uh, mess things up um so it's good to get around smart people and it's good to have different translations and have discussions about why was it translated this way and so tonight let's hop into the Bible and read Psalm 23 so it says a Psalm of David the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he makes me lie down in green pastures he leads me beside still waters he restores my soul Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Regardless of what translation you read that from, it's a poetic psalm. It's a short psalm but it's one that we always go back to because I feel like it just speaks to uh, our everyday life. You know, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want... He makes me lie down in green pastures. I've heard other translations say, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall lack nothing. I shall lack nothing. He makes me lay down in green pastures. When we think of those green pastures, we think of a place full of life and vibrancy a place full of nourishment you know where the flock can rest the flock can eat and be nourished get down to verse 4 even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil for you are with me your rod and your staff they comfort me And this has always stood out to me where it says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And if there was a point that I really wanted to focus in on tonight, I think this is where I would land, friends. Right here where it says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Braving the night. Some of you might be tuning in and you're asking what's braving the night mean? What's this braving the night podcast about? And I've explained in different episodes, you know, where where we got the name from and the idea behind, but you know, the theme of this show is about being able to walk through hard places and being able to navigate through places of our life that that seem dim and, and dark being able to get to a place where God can shine His light on those areas. And isn't it fitting that this psalm is one where it says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. But more specifically tonight though, it's amazing to me over and over again. And it never gets old when God shows up on the scene. And you know, we get so wrapped up in our life and we look at our calendar and we reminisce on the days that have gone by and we think about what's to come and we ponder and we get challenged by time itself, you know, time. This thing that we're born into, this element, you know, of time where we're in this place that we can't move forward and can't move behind where we are here right now. You know, I can't jump into the future and I can't jump into the the past. I'm only here right now, but we struggle with that. And so tonight, if you're here and you've you've been struggling with your past, you know maybe you've been just thinking about it and going over and over in your head about you know mistakes that you've made or situations that you wish you weren't a part of, or maybe you're looking at your future and it's not. Uh, it's not a place that you you want to think about because you can't see yourself you know going anywhere or you can't see yourself being in any different place than you are now i want to share this part of the scripture with you tonight psalm 23 verse 5 you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies And that table that he's talking about, I hear so many people say it's a banquet table. And I was saying it's amazing how God shows up on the scene. I mean that. I mean it's absolutely amazing. We're going through life. We keep trying to do things to change our circumstances. and Maybe they are staying the same or maybe they're changing but the outcome isn't what we want seems like we always come up short then there's times when God shows up on the scene and it's like you've been doing everything you can to to make change happen in your life and you've been pushing through and You know, you've been going through that grind and that struggle. You've tried to keep your chin up. And you've been pushing through, you know. And it's not that you have a bad attitude or it's not that you even have a, a, you know, a dim outlook on life. It's just you're in that place where you're saying this is just the way it is, right? And you're trying to make do with what you got. But then God shows up on the scene. And I think of that picture in that psalm where he says, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And there's different degrees of what those enemies can be. You know, it doesn't have to be warfare necessarily, where, you know, we're in the middle of a battlefield. It can just be small things in our life that are counter to. What God wants to do, but it's amazing when God shows up and He sets you at that table a table that you did not expect, a table that you weren't prepared for. See, you were walking through that valley, in the shadow of death, right? You were in that place where there just wasn't a lot going on for you. There just wasn't a lot. It's just where you were. Then God comes along and he and he sets this table out. And he puts the tablecloth on it. And he begins to set plates on it and silverware on it. Glasses. He fills them with water. begins to prepare your plates with food you start to see a banquet set before you with food suddenly you realize that that table's for you and there's a chair and it's empty because that chair was there for you and he sets you in that chair and you realize that you can smell the most delicious meal you've ever smelled in your life, and you're focused on that table, and all around you is chaos, or all around you is a darkness, right? Or all around you is a fog. But you have your eyes on that meal and you have your eyes on that one who is serving the meal. And that meal is nourishing you. And when where you felt weak, you're now beginning to feel strong. And you can feel nourishment go into your arms and into your legs. You can feel an, a belly that was empty now begin to, to feel full. A heart that felt faint now pumps strong. And then joy begins to rise. And that's what God does for us. And that psalm talks about it in different ways. He lays us in a valley of green grass, right? God shows up. He doesn't show up with scraps. He shows up with everything. And he just doesn't show up with everything. He shows up with everything for you. Because he loves you. I think David understood that. I think he understood what it meant to be hurting and to be dry and to be alone. To be in the midst of, to be, you know, on an island in a a sense. To be alienated. But every time God would show up, and I just want to speak that over anyone tonight going through a struggle like that. That uh, God has a table prepared for you. A table full of food. And it's not just physical food, but it's, it's food that fills, fills up your soul. It's food that fills up your heart. It's food that fills up your life. That nourishes your life. Despite all the circumstances and what they look like. Whether it be a small battle that you're in or, or a battle with all of hell coming against you. And God will sit down with you at that table, and dine with you, and banquet with you, and commune with you. And we'll read that psalm now, in the Passion translation. If you, and again, if you haven't read from the Passion translation, it's uh, it's more of a poetic translation, but it really opens up the words in a way that this, this psalm is going to sound familiar when I read it from this translation, but it's also going to sound different because the wording is going to be much different. But I really like it. So here we go. Psalm 23. David's poetic praise to God. Yahweh is my best friend and my shepherd. I always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me in His luxurious love. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace near the quiet brook of bliss. That's where He restores and revives my life. He opens before me the right path And leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness. So that I can bring honor to his name. Even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness. Fear will never conquer me. For you already have. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I'll never be lonely, for you are near. You become my delicious feast, even when my enemies dare to fight. You anoint me with the fragrance of the Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of you until my cup overflows. So why would I fear the future? Only goodness and tender love pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence to be forever with you. It's a little different, isn't it? Very much different, I think in the way that they wrote this, in the way that they translated, I should say. What really stuck out to me in this one is when he says, Your authority is my strength and my peace. And that was, uh, in the other translation, is your rod and your staff, they comfort me. But you know, that that rod and that staff, that staff had a, a... or that rod had a hook at the end of it. And the shepherd would be able to use that hooked end to grab the the sheep by the nape, by the neck, and pull them in the direction they wanted them. And in this instance it says, Your authority is my strength and my peace. But they'd be able to pull that sheep to safety to keep that sheep out of, you know, the thicket or from wandering away. You know, they could, they could pull that sheep close. And God's authority is different than what we're used to when we hear the word authority regarding man. It's not that authority on earth is any different because all true authority comes from God. But it's the purpose behind that authority and it's the one who wields it and when God uses authority the way He designed it, it produces life. It keeps order and structure. And imagine a river that flows between, you know, a, a, two mountains in a valley. Right, and that river is tucked away in that valley on each side with rock keeping it going in the direction that it should and that river flowing is able to produce life through that valley and into wherever it flows and God's authority in our life it creates the boundaries that allows his Holy Spirit to channel himself through us in the direction that he wants us to go God's Holy Spirit is able to move through you and I as He positions us with His authority in places that are desolate in order to bring life and life more abundantly. It's amazing when we unpack these scriptures and in that Passion Translation, I wouldn't have come to that idea necessarily you know if I hadn't seen those words written out like that or maybe I might have it just might have been that I was able to uncover them in a different way but that's what I love about getting into different translations is that you can see these pictures in your mind from different perspectives your authority is my strength and my peace the comfort of your love takes away my fear I'll never be lonely, for you are near. And then before, when I had said that, what was it, he sets a table before my enemies. In this one, he says, you become my delicious feast, even when my enemies dare to fight. So, in this translation, he, he's saying that um, that God is our nourishment and that God is the meal set before us, even when our enemies dare to fight. He says, you anoint me with the fragrance of your Holy Spirit and in the ESV, and that it said you anoint my head with oil my cup overflows but that word fragrance becomes a symbol of the Holy Spirit or that word oil becomes a symbol of the Holy Spirit you anoint me with the fragrance of your Holy Spirit you give me all I can drink of you until my cup overflows want to encourage you that it is possible, very, very possible, as you're braving the night, as you're in your pit, as you're in a place where it is darker than you'd like it to be, that God can still provide nourishment. He can still perform the miraculous He can still create a way where there is none. And I'd like to take that a step further and say that he will create a way where there is none. And that he will shine a light in the darkness So why would I fear the future only goodness and tender love pursue me all the days of my life only goodness and tender love pursue me all the days of my life then afterward when my life is through I'll return to your glorious presence to be forever with you I just want to transition into prayer and you know, tonight's episode, a little bit slower paced than it's been the last few episodes. You know, we, I kind of just stayed tied down to reading the scripture and we jumped between the two translations. I just sense that some of us just need to hit the play button, and just allow God's word to soak into our heart. And allow that table that He's talking about to be plated up. and we can be able to have a time where we can refresh ourselves in His presence. And I would encourage you that when you're listening to this podcast and it's over, hit the play button again and listen to it again. And let that uh, scripture that I read tonight let it just soak in you know let the put your headphones on and let the music in the background you know walk you through you know the scripture as well let it tie together you know there's some nights that we do this podcast and we kind of work our way through you know tougher elements of our conversation about what we're going through and we kind of push through the tough the tough times that uh, you might be dealing with. But tonight, I just feel like the Lord is saying, rest and let him nourish you, let him feed you, let him refresh your soul. Drink liberally of his goodness, of his Holy Spirit. Let him fill you up. There are times when God just wants to just let us know that He loves us, that He cares about us, that He's here for us. And I think tonight is one of those nights. I'll transition into prayer and uh, we can get on with the weekend. Well, Lord, I want to thank you for tonight. I want to thank you for every listener that has tuned into this podcast this evening. I ask that for anyone that needs a a time of rest, a time of refreshing, I pray that tonight would be that night. I pray that the words that we read from the Bible would go into their ear gates, flow into their heart, and begin to just fill up With living water, God. Revive their souls, refresh their souls, God. Awaken their hearts to your life, to your goodness, to your mercies. I pray for second chances. I pray for restoration of relationships, God. I pray for moms to come home and be surrounded with hugs from their children, for fathers to come home and be tackled by their kids to play with and to wrestle with. I pray for a generation of children that are able to rise up and call on the name of Jesus See his faithfulness and his goodness in their life without any question that you are a God that sees us through. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Well friends, I want to thank you for tuning in tonight. You can find us on Apple Podcast, you can find us on Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcast. And our website is bravingthenight.com. We have all of our archived episodes there. We update our website weekly and uh if this show has helped you in any way and you would like um, to help support the show financially you can go to bravingthenight.com giving and you can donate there all the proceeds go towards growing the show towards keeping the website operational um, and expanding the show and i do want to say thank you for everyone that has donated already I want to say thank you so much for that. I really appreciate your help. And uh, your prayers are greatly appreciated as well. Please pray for the show. I know that prayer works. It really does. And uh, share the show as well. We have a Facebook page called Braving the Night Podcast. Um, and whenever you're visiting um, the show on your um, podcast platforms, you know, subscribe to it. Click the like, stars, whatever it is, and comment. It helps to spread the show. And so I just want to say thank you so much. And as always, till next time.